Hey, hey, welcome to Beautiful Depths, the podcast. I'm Josie, and I'll be your host alongside my pal, Samantha. hey And Kaylee. Hey, guys. We get real around here because life's too short for small talk, and we believe there's beauty in the depths of your soul. See what I did there? <laughs> and we'll accompany you into the struggles, through the depths, and to the heights to help you discover the truth that will bring you lasting joy to your life. So join in the fun and follow along by subscribing to our podcast and website at beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Alrighty, let's get this conversation started. Hey friend, just wanted to put a little disclaimer before this episode. Um, we are talking with a special guest today and she is sharing her story of sexual assault as it is Sexual Assault Awareness Month in the month of April, um, so we are just very grateful for her to be sharing her story, but wanted to let you know in, in case you are not in the right place to hear um, about sexual assault or if there are kids around or whatever else there may be, we just wanted you to know. So without further ado, here's the show. Hey, Kaylee. Hey, Josie. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Good. Sitting over here sipping my tea. (laughs) It's always tea time. Podcast time is tea time. It actually is. (laughs) Kind of the best. Kind of the best. Yes. Today is an exciting episode, huh? Yes, it is. I'm super pumped. We have a new friend who was one of our first ever podcast listeners that reached out with a story that wanted to share so we're just now getting to meet our new friend named mm-hmm. Annie Annie Richards she's here with us so um, Annie would you want to welcome to the show but would you want to um, share with us who you are and yeah share a little bit of your background yes um, thank you so much for having me I'm so excited to <laughs> chat with you guys I know we were just talking but I have been following your blog and have just really loved it and have um, just grown spiritually from it. So I just wanted to thank you guys first. But, Aww, praise God. No. That's uh, all we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but my name is Annie Richards. I'm in Illinois. Um, so I am a physician assistant. Uh, for those who aren't familiar with that, it's kind of similar to a nurse practitioner. So um, I am a medical provider, and I specifically work in the field of women's health. Um, so Uh, Specifically, I work in the field of NFP-only women's health, and um, kind of a story for a different day. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) story for a different day, but it was awesome how um, the Lord guided me to my job with the session that I work for. So I um, feel really loved through that and just uh, really enjoy the work that I do. So um, I guess other things to note, I uh, recently was engaged, so um, we're oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so my fiance's name is Doug, and him and I are getting married in August, and we're super excited, nice. so yeah, that's a little about me. Oh, that's so oh. exciting. So I love fun. It. Yeah, I love all the connections. It's great. <laughs> yes. And um, yeah, so Annie shared her story with uh, us over email, and when I first read it, I was just like, honestly almost moved to tears it was so profound Mm -hmm. and like touching um and I'm so excited to to share like to share it with you guys and for her to come on the podcast and talk about it um but April is sexual awareness month and which is why we wanted to have Annie on the show now Mm -hmm. because um 
she has a really beautiful story of healing uh, um, amidst that that cross that she bore through her trial. Um, so, Annie, do you do you uh, want to share a little bit about your story and um, kind of what has helped you work through that this trial in your life? Sure. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, my story took place back in 2016. Um, I was actually a student in PA school at the time. Um, and at the time, so Josie, kind of like you, I, um, sports have always been a big part of my life. Um, I was never quite as elite as you, but I, um, (laughs) but I love (laughs) to run. I've been a lifelong runner. Um, so once I got to graduate school, my life kind of turned upside down, you know, school was very rigorous and, um, I turned to running as my main form of stress relief. Um, and looking back on it, it was almost in a way that was unhealthy, you know, instead of turning to the Lord in prayer, when things got stressful, I would, you know, go out for a run. And um, I know that exercise can be a good thing, but this whole situation kind of made me um, take a second look at that. But, but anyway, so it was October 2nd of 2016. Um, and I went out for a run in the morning. It was, um, I remember it was pretty cold outside and you know, running made me feel invincible. So I would go out before the sun came up and uh, just stick my headphones in. And that morning I wasn't listening to music. I was actually reviewing a lecture. Um, It was a Sunday morning as well. And we had um, a big exam on Monday. So instead of listening to music, I was kind of like using it as a time to to study. So um, I had just left my apartment. I was about a mile into my run. And um, I remember coming up to a stop sign and I wear a Garmin watch. Um, Mm -hmm. and I was, uh, planning once I hit a mile on my watch, I was going to turn around and run the other way. Um, because if I ran too far the way I was going, I would get out to like, kind of, um, like country, you know, like, uh, Mm -hmm. area that was less populated. So, you know, I was thinking about safety in that way. So, um, my watch hit a mile and I, I turned around and right when I turned around, I was startled because I came, you know, face to face with, um, a man and in my head, you know, it scared me. I remember jumping, but I completely registered him as just another runner, you know, cause what mm-hmm. else would someone be, someone be doing running, um, at six 30 in the morning, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I remember thinking it was kind of strange that he was so close, but, um, all in all, I didn't think anything of it. I even remember smiling and waving at him. Um, so I turned around and, uh, just kind of assumed he would run on, you know, in that direction. But I would say, you know, less than 30 seconds later, I, um, felt him grab onto me. Um, and it turns out he had turned around as well. Um, so the rest is kind of a blur, but I do have some memories of it. So he, um, grabbed onto me and tackled me to the ground. And I remember his words. Um, and I remember him, you know, because at first I was like, oh, you know, I'm wearing nice headphones. Maybe he's going to steal my headphones or, you know, maybe he thinks I have money and he's going to try to rob me. But um, mm. he made it very clear to me what his intentions were. Mm. And I realized that I was about to become um, the victim of uh, sexual assault. So, um, you know, I, I pleaded with him and I screamed and, you know, you hear about um, attacks like this and mm-hmm. you hear that you know, some women are able to fight and others aren't, you know, they kind of freeze. And, um, you know, I, I don't know what inside of me 
at the time, I didn't know what inside of me caused me to be able to fight and Mm -hmm. to be able to find my voice, but I did. Um, So I remember Mm -hmm. like, it's so crazy because I remember the view, like I remember laying on the ground and staring up and, you know, the sun was rising and I remember screaming and pleading and then like seeing the sunrise and just Mm -hmm. how contradictory that was and just thinking Mm -hmm. like, what in the world, you know? And um, Mm -hmm. I remember in that moment, I... I felt so alone because I was between a church on one side of the street um, and an apartment on the other side, the side of the street that I was on. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were, you know, a ways away from the apartment, but it wasn't like we were in the middle of nowhere. Um, And I remember thinking as the sun came up, I'm like, how is there not one car driving by, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I was screaming and begging and fighting for him to stop. And, um, and then I heard a voice. And the voice was um, someone screaming, stop, you know, get off of her, stop. Um, And after I heard that, I started to like literally fight and try to crawl towards that voice. And I think it startled my assailant because he got up and he ran away. Um, And I, I see, I literally remember the view of his back, you know, running away. Um, Mm -hmm. And after that, I got up and I, you know, crawled to the window because I was like thinking that this stranger saved my life. Um. And I was like begging and crying for him to come down and, you know, wait with me. And he actually um, couldn't because he was blind. Mm, <laughs> um, wow. So he, he didn't see the attack, but he heard me screaming and he heard the things I was saying. Um, so he, he was waiting up in his apartment and he couldn't come down because he didn't have anyone to help him navigate mm-hmm. the stairs. So, um, so yeah, God used a blind witness to, to rescue me that day. So, um, incredible. I know. Yeah. So, mm. uh, you know, just to kind of wrap up, I, I could talk about it forever because God has taught me so much through this story, but, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, the next year was filled with trying to complete PA school, but then also working with law enforcement to try to track down my attacker. Um, and actually we were never able to do so. Um, and it, I can't believe it's been, you know, several years since this has happened. Um, mm-hmm. So afterwards, I, I, um, you know, faced all the things that happened after a trauma. I was angry. I was angry at myself. Um, I was especially angry at myself for wearing headphones. Mm-hmm. I was blaming myself. Um, you know, with a trauma, there's something called disassociation that happens mm-hmm. where your brain actually protects you um, from this trauma. So you forget important details like what your assailant looks like um, and different identifying features. And that happened mm-hmm. to me. You know, I couldn't tell you guys what he looks like if I tried right now. And, um, you know, that's frustrating in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was practicing my faith at the time. Um, and I, I can honestly say I never got, I was never angry with God. And that mm-hmm. confused me. You know, I was like, why? What am I clinging on to? And I, I realized through that and through the slow healing process, and I'm, I'm still healing today. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's a long road ahead, but um, I realized that he was trying to teach me something. And I just, you know, an important thing to remember is that God never causes bad, um, mm-hmm. but sometimes he permits them in order to teach us something or to draw us closer to him. So um, fast forward to to a year after my attack, um, I went to daily mass and because I was kind of thinking it was going to be a rough day Mm -hmm. and I was sitting in mass and all of a sudden um, 
the priest started talking, you know, well, I heard, I heard the readings and they mentioned angels, you know, and I'm like, I would maybe think all of us in daily mass in the morning, we're still kind of waking up. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> angels, like, and, but then the homily came and the priest started talking um, specifically about guardian angels. And I realized that it was um, the feast day of guardian angels. So a year ago on that same day, the day that we celebrate guardian angels in the church, um, I now realize that my guardian angel uh, had a very important task in, you know, keeping me safe and um, guiding me. And then also like just throughout the year, guiding Mm. me to never turn away from God, but to continue on a pursuit of healing, even, you know, with all the struggle. So, um, Mm. so yeah, that's, that's kind of my story. And um, again, the, the guardian angel, um, takeaway is just one of dozens of things that the Lord has taught me, um, through this terrible thing that happened to me. So, um, I'm just, you know, I'm always discovering new ways he's trying to love me through, through this attack. And it, it's so difficult and yes, I wish it didn't happen to me, but, um, you know, this, this platform with you guys is one of the ways where I feel that I was called to, um, to share and to maybe, um, just offer some comfort and just solidarity with other women or, you know, other men who have been victims. So it's so, so beautiful. And I just love hearing you share that because yeah, like you're this, that's what this platform is to share, to share stories and to relate to people, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. it's just that one person that God is, you know, drawn you to relate to through sharing your story and will be impacted by this. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's, it's totally worth it because just the way you're talking about your suffering and your struggle and your healing, uh, I think that's kind of what jumps out at me the most is just how, um, I don't know, just like steadfast to the Lord you are through all of this, because I think a lot of people, like you said, would be tempted to get angry at God or Mm -hmm. to push their faith on the back burner, but you didn't use this as an excuse to do that. Like Mm -hmm. you really dug in and allowed this suffering um, to draw you closer. And, you know, you said that God taught you so much through this and the guardian angels was just part of that. And that is like such a beautiful witness to faith, I think, because, um, you know, God's calling each of us to whatever crosses we're carrying to lean in because he wants to teach us things Mm -hmm. and, um, you listen. So like, it's, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And thank you for realizing that because I feel that too. And I, I, um, Mm -hmm. just, you know, as an example, when I moved, um, so I moved from Arizona to Illinois for PA school. And, Mm. um, so, you know, I moved in, June. And then this happened in October. So not so long after I moved. And, um, you know, my heart was kind of closed off before this happened to me. And I, I was kind of upset about having to move to Illinois. And I um, wasn't really like opening my heart to my, um, the other students in my class to my classmates. And I was just kind of at a place in my life where my heart was closed. And honestly, it was a selfish time in my life. Um, Even though I was practicing my faith, it it was a time in my life where I felt like I was focusing a lot on me. Mm. Um, and again, I'm not saying that God made this happen to me to realize. No, yeah. Um, but I guess, I guess what I'm saying is that he used this to really, um, I don't know, to cause me to depend more on him and also to others around me. Um, because I've always, mm-hmm. I've struggled a little bit with the fellowship part of faith, um, just mm. from different wounds in my past and things like that. But 
gosh, this experience just um, made me realize that I can't do this alone. You know, they're yeah. the friends, Amen. the friends and family who walked with me through this. Um, I just can't. Yeah, I get a little emotional even thinking about it because, um, mm. yeah, I couldn't have done it alone. So, yeah, yeah. it's so beautiful. Yeah. Would you say um, like up until this point in your life, like were you raised in the faith of some sort or like what was your faith journey that like led you to that point to feeling like, you just recognize God through it all, you know? Um, yeah. Um, that's kind of an interesting question. So, yeah. uh, interesting part of my testimony is that I had a pretty, um, a relatively, relatively recent, um, reversion or reconversion mm-hmm. back to my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I, by the grace of God, um, and thank, I'm so thankful to my mom. My mom is Catholic. My dad is not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, you know, my mom was one of those moms who, had us go to mass together as a family every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of where it ended in my family. We, we never prayed together. Um, we never talked about faith together, but mm-hmm. oh my gosh, that grace was instilled in me. I received the sacraments and I am so incredibly grateful for that. Um, and then, yeah, yeah. And then I, you know, I went away to college and definitely, um, partook in the party scene and, um, really fell away from faith at that point. But, um, Kaylee, you'll appreciate this. I was encountered mm-hmm. by a focused missionary oh, uh, fun. <laughs> yeah, in college and they're everywhere. So that's where I had my, um, mm-hmm. you know, conversion. And, and since then it's kind of been a slow process, but, mm-hmm. um, I feel like I'm in the infancy of my faith. I, mm-hmm. I truly do, but it's beautiful because, you know, like, and we're all still learning. I know that, but, yeah. um, it was so beautiful that I didn't know that October 2nd was the feast day of guardian angels. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like if I had been devoted to my faith, you know, for years and years, I may have known that. And that grace that God surprised me with may not have been there that day. Mm-hmm. You know, like he, so he surprised me by his love and by his care. And so, yeah, it was special. It's, it's like, you know, God's providence, like you said, through it all, oh, like yeah. he reveals things to us at just the right moments that maybe we need. And you, you, we don't realize it until looking back. Right. Mm-hmm. So he gave this gift to you like a year after your attack. And, um, so yeah, I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. It also kind of, um, put a fire under my butt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, once I started researching guardian angels, you know, there, we know that, um, we have one that is assigned to each of us and that they, Mm -hmm. um, especially keep us safe from spiritual dangers. And, um, there's actually some cool theology on guardian angels that says that they don't as much, um, guide us away from physical dangers unless the unless like the bigger purpose is to again um guide us spiritually to salvation so Mm. I kind of like prayed on that for a while and I was just kind of thinking and I don't know it sounds kind of grim but um I feel that we all need to keep striving you know um Mm -hmm. no matter how deep in our faith we are but I was kind of reflecting and thinking like oh my gosh like what if my guardian angel saved my life that day because like I had a long way to go on my road to salvation. Like I still, yeah, mm-hmm. you never know. I still had yeah. formation. I still had things to learn. I still had more, mm-hmm. you know, um, of God's love and grace to discover during this earthly life. <laughs> so I just got chills. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So that's just something that like I've taken to prayer a lot, um, since, mm. since then. So 
Mm, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. No, I, I uh, grew up praying the, like, angel of God <laughs> prayer as a, as a kid. I don't know if you mm-hmm. guys know, Same. but, like, it's the like, angel of God, my guardian dear. Like, that, I don't know. I think you teach, like, kindergartners mm-hmm. it, but. I still pray it every night. <laughs> Yeah, no, same. Like, since yeah. I was a little kid, like, that's been part of my nightly prayer routine. Um, mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say I've, like, done a lot of, like, research on my guardian angel um, or, like, what they're – I mean, I know they're there to, like, guide and protect. And so um, – and I've even, like, named mine. I don't know if that's a thing. But um, I did because I was like, I want to, like, talk to my guardian angel. Um, but, yeah, it's like angels are a cool thing that I feel like we don't really talk about Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> Like, we talk about saints and stuff and, like, praying through their intercession or whatever. But, like, angels kind of serve a different purpose. Yeah, like so true. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, there's so there's true. this cool idea that um, – and I, I got this from – Pope Francis said this at some point. Um, I think it was back in 2014. Mm-hmm. And, again, just, like, praying through this and researching this. And um, he said something that, like, our angels, our guardian angels, they're simultaneously walking with us but also beholding the face of God in heaven. So um, they are a bridge, you know, while we're here on earth, they're a bridge between us and God, the father in heaven. And um, to me, that just gives me goosebumps. I'm a very visual person. So I love, Mm -hmm. um, I love thinking about that. So yeah, Yeah. so true. Just that image and that thought of like beholding the face of God and like, Oh, like, yeah, I read that in your post and I was like, that is like, wow so powerful to even think of an like a guardian angel in that way um of just like that yeah that definite bridge is so beautiful yeah yeah so so cool it is um I think I get oh sorry go ahead no 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 you go Kaylee <laughs> I just we both have so many yeah, questions wow. <laughs> um no I was just gonna say like while listening to your story but also by reading it like in the podcast um or not in the podcast in the blog post uh I was just like so I don't know one of the key things that stuck out to me was that how you weren't angry with God in the midst of all of it um, because I'm like sitting here thinking, cause I was, I was like listening or reading it and listening to your story. I just kind of like found myself in this like mindset of like trying to compare my story and be like, wow, I don't have anything equivalent to that kind of a trauma, but I do have other traumas, like, you know, all these like other crosses that I've bared. Um, but I don't know. I just kind of was like thinking about that and preparing for this. And I just kind of realized that like, yeah, I don't know. There's been so many times in my life I've been so mad at God for like different things. And I just find that so beautiful, the grace that he gave you in that. And it just kind of was reminding me of like, everyone's story is different, but like he uses it to glorify him in such a beautiful way. And I think that's just like a beautiful way that you're like witnessing to his love and the way that he has provided for you in this. And um, just by being able to share that story and like have that grace, it's like, wow, Mm -hmm. how beautiful, how awesome that is. Um, So yeah, I guess it's not really a question, but I just thought that was just such a beautiful point in your story of like, it's okay to be mad at God, but it's also okay to have the grace to not be mad at him. I love love that you mentioned that, Kaylee, and that's so like authentic and real of you to Mm -hmm. mention and so important for women and listeners, all listeners to hear because, um, oh my goodness, like I have been mad at God so many times in life. And I think like Mm -hmm. for me, and the reason I mentioned that in, um, in the blog post and the reason I think back on that so often is because that's what made me realize that something was different about this. And God was really poking me and the Mm. Holy spirit was really poking me to, to sit on this and pray on this more. Um, because it, it wasn't like me, you know, to not be mad at God. Um, and I think that's eventually because I think that again, it was my guardian angel because 
um, oh my gosh, I cannot give myself credit. If it, if it wasn't for the Holy spirit and for my guardian angel, I never would have stayed, um, steadfast in my faith. And I can't, again, I can't give that credit to myself. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember talking to my very best friend, um, and my, you know, like spiritual sister about this and her heart was just broken. And that's, I think that's one of the hardest parts about sexual assault is that Mm. every time you share Mm -hmm. your story, um, with someone who loves you, you break their heart, you know? And, um, I remember sharing with her and saying like, Hey, like, don't worry about me. I'm not mad at God. And she was like, well, I am. She's like, I'm fear. I'm furious at God that you, you know, that you went through this and, you know, so, um, yeah, everyone experiences these things differently. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we all have times in our life where we push God away or pull him closer. Um, you know, Mm -hmm. and there's always, there's always something to learn from that. So yeah, absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just like the fact that your guardian angel was there, I guess, for you in that time to help with your healing process. um, Do you want to like share a little bit like um, what that was like, at least getting to know your guardian angel? And then also like if you have any suggestions for those of us who might want to like haven't really thought of having a relationship with your guardian angel mm-hmm. um like what that could yeah. look like yeah that's a great question so um <laughs> I was very remorseful after I learned about my guardian angel and realized that my guardian angel has been there all along because I think my guardian angel mm-hmm. has been very busy <laughs> and I, <laughs> I spent, yes. <laughs> spent a lot of time uh thanking my guardian angel for 25 years of service with uh no gratitude <laughs> along the way so Oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, but again, um, you know, I think there's a Psalm and I, I can't tell you exactly which one I think I included it in the, in the blog post, but, um, just the image of being like safe beneath the wings of your guardian angel, um, mm. again, realizing, mm. um, and reflecting and praying on that image. Um, and then also just like a time that I feel close to my guardian angel since then is when, you know, cause, um, people who are victims of assault and, violence they know that there's a lot of unwelcome memories that creep in so having the image Mm -hmm. of being safe under this like beautiful miraculous wing of an angel of god um just helps Mm. me to push those thoughts those dark thoughts from the devil away um so that's one of the ways Mm, i yeah yeah and then in terms of other people who are wanting to um maybe encounter their Mm -hmm. guardian angel more Um, I guess just like thinking about times that are unexplainable when you feel that you should have fallen from faith, you know, or fallen from God's grace and you didn't, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. because likely um, we know that that was probably because um, your guardian angel is guiding you. So maybe just thinking Mm -hmm. back on those times and um, being grateful for those. And then once you um, reach that like level of gratitude and prayer, then like, it happens live, you know, like when those things happen, Mm -hmm. then you start to realize live, oh my gosh, like I am safe beneath the wings here, you know, and um, yeah. So so cool. Mm -hmm. I love love just like your connection. Yeah, because you have to be aware in order Mm -hmm. to like, be grateful, right? Like you said, you didn't know for 25 years (laughs) that your guardian angel was there. But now but now you can thank, thank, Mm -hmm. uh, 
Yeah. All the time. Yeah. So true. That makes me think of how many times I have not acknowledged my guardian oh, angel. Like, I, I still know, do that. Even, well, here we go. after experiencing, you know, this intimate encounter, I, I still yeah. forget and I still, oh, yeah. yeah, so God is patient. Oh, man. It's so true. <laughs> We're always striving, not perfect. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. That's right. Hey, hey, we hope you're enjoying this episode. We just wanted to throw a quick plug in for our Beautiful Depths email list. Subscribers get a lot of free perks that others don't. Samantha, do you want to tell them what those are? Yep. Each month, you'll get a specially designed calendar, prayer resources, wallpaper sneak peeks, and an entrance into an exclusive giveaway. Josie, do you want to tell them how they can sign up? Sure thing. Just go to our show notes and click the link or go to beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Now let's get back to the show. Yes. Oh, well, Annie, I feel like I, I can keep asking you questions all day, but um, mm. I, I guess just in like wrapping up and stuff, is there any uh, like tips or resources that you would like to give our listeners, whether they are someone that maybe relates to your story of sexual assault and is um, recovering from that. If you have any tips or things that were helpful for you and your healing um, and then just anything else that you'd like to share. um, I guess, Oh, I'm still, I'm still healing and I'm certainly not an expert, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but I I guess just remembering that um, sexual assault and assailants um, it's an issue of power and control you know, is lacking a sense of control in one or multiple places in their life. And um, for me, I just, sometimes Mm -hmm. I reflect on that and um, how sad is that, you know, and how, how deeply those people need Mm -hmm. our prayers. Um, And I'm working on forgiveness Mm -hmm. right now, you know, not, not knowing this person. I, um, so listeners and you guys, please pray for me because I'm still on that path towards, um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm on that path towards like, understanding what forgiveness looks like in this situation but um you know just back on the topic of power Mm. and control you know if you're if you've been a victim of an attack or an assault remember that you automatically win by trusting and following christ um because he is Mm. all powerful and he controls all um in a way that's ordered towards Mm -hmm. our good right so um yeah i guess that would be like my my thoughts for people who have struggled with this. And then also just remembering that there's no one size fits all, um, on, on the road to healing, mm-hmm. um, be patient with your family and friends because they, you know, they're trying to love you through this and mm-hmm. nobody's going to love you through this perfectly mm-hmm. besides God himself. Um, I've, ha- I've learned that mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. And then, um, uh, certainly, definitely, um, seeking out a spiritual director or a Catholic counselor, um, someone who can really walk with you through the trenches here on earth, you know, with all the thoughts and ugliness that, that come from an experience like this. So, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's been, it's been a long road and I know there's a long road ahead, but, um, I feel surrounded by love and grace, you know, family and friends and, um, and most mm-hmm. importantly, God. So, yeah, yeah. So beautiful. Oh. thank you. Yes. Thank you so thank much you for, for sharing. Me, you know? and, and I guess, I guess one, one last thing. Yeah. Um, 
I think too, you know, there's a lot yeah. of pressure in the world. Um, you know, we, we get all of these different ideas of what female empowerment looks like um, and what feminism looks like. And, and I struggled with um, embracing different images of that. For instance, you know, there's a lot in the world that says, oh, if you've been a victim, you need to shout it from the rooftops, you know, and I just kind of want to address yeah. that. And um, I guess just maybe um, lend the idea that instead of shouting this from the rooftops, and I think there's a lot of anger behind that approach. Um, so mm-hmm. maybe realizing, mm-hmm. you know, if a woman has been a victim or is struggling with this, like before you talk about it to others, um, take it to God in prayer, because sometimes God mm-hmm. may not Amen. want you to shout this from the rooftops. He may not want you to have to go through that, you know? So mm-hmm. Um, you know, a, a platform mm-hmm. like this yeah. today, I do feel empowered by sharing this because it's centered on mm-hmm. the healing love of Christ, you know, um, but there's other platforms mm-hmm. that yeah. I could share this on that might just um, kind of take me further down the road to despair. So just being careful about um, how you mm-hmm. share your story, um, I think is important as well. So. Mm-hmm. No, that's a great, true. that's a great point. And it's, everybody's different to call to respond in different ways um, for all of us, you know? So I think that that's a great point to make that I haven't heard talking to very much. So um, Mm -hmm. I know that's, that could be good for some people to hear. Um, But yeah, any, also any um, resources that we can, I don't know if you have for guardian angels, like you or Kaylee, Mm -hmm. either of you, if you, have any to share um because personally I would I need to do some more research <laughs> on my guardian angels. Yeah. Um there's there's yeah. really cool scripture about guardian angels. Um you know the catechism says a lot of really awesome things about guardian angels. Mm-hmm. Um a really yes. popular verse is Matthew 1810. It talks about guardian angels especially in terms of children and it says um, see that you do not despise mm-hmm. one of these little ones, for I tell you that in heaven their angels always behold the face of my father, which um, we talked about we talked about earlier. So um, yeah, definitely looking looking to scripture and to the catechism is how I learned and um, grew closer to my guardian angel. Yes, oh, awesome. it's so beautiful. Yeah, I because I was just gonna say like if people don't know much about guardian angels, definitely this is a great opportunity to like look into that more. So I would, I'm definitely mm-hmm. moved by that. So looking that up in the catechism yeah. and things like that, um, definitely is a great idea. But I know one other like practical thing I was thinking of was I was immediately reminded of um, this website that I've been pointed to before. It's CatholicCounselors.com, um, and they have both virtual Catholic counselors, but also um, virtual spiritual directors that you could meet with as well oh, to cool. talk about yeah, things. Um, so yeah, I think it's, yeah. yeah. Have you heard so of that one before, Annie? Especially in this, you know, day and age of the coronavirus yeah. and just actually just a, a desert of <laughs> yes, true. Catholic counselors in a lot of areas. So I love that you, yeah. um, you mentioned that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, That's so awesome. Josie, did you have any sort of like a resource that you would want to share? Um, not a resource, but like if you don't know the little kid prayer of the guardian angel, <laughs> you should look it up yes. and pray it every night before you go to bed. Um, and I, yeah, I also enjoyed like, like I mentioned earlier, I named my guardian angel. So like mm-hmm. I can invoke them by name. Um, I think that's also powerful in a way to like develop a friendship yes. with a heavenly being yeah that's, <laughs> so good that's awesome so true yeah 
So yeah. Love it. Well, guys, this has been awesome. <laughs> been yeah. very touching, Annie. Thank you for coming oh, on. And well, thank you for story. giving me a safe um, um, place to do so. I yeah. I don't I've never met you, but I trust you both so much just from just from following oh. your blog and you guys are doing such amazing work. So thank you so so much. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Praise God for that. Yeah. Um, we have one question. I'm sure since you listen to us so much, you know the question. <laughs> um, but we always just like to end in asking, uh, what is a grace that you've received lately? So would either of you guys like to share? Sure, I'll go. Um, so kind of crazy, <laughs> but again, God is good. Um, I was very nervous in preparing for this. So um, I really started preparing mm-hmm. a few days ago. And there is this um, email chain going around where you basically like um, – include a scripture verse or like some inspiring or encouraging quote and then you basically forward this email to 20 people so then the idea is that you randomly get encouragement from 20 people that you don't know it's kind of interesting and it's going on because of um, people being at home because of the coronavirus and I kid you not the Mm -hmm. day I sat down to start preparing for this I got a random encouragement email that just had the guardian angel prayer (laughs) So I was like, okay, <laughs> thank you. That's Holy awesome. Spirit. It just was that little bit of, you know, um, encouragement that I needed in preparing for this. And then also just um, really loving this time, you know, the silver lining of being home more, of being able to spend more intentional time um, mm. preparing for marriage with my fiance. And uh, yeah. So what about mm. you guys? Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, for me, I think one thing in the past week that I've just really been grateful for is I'm, I'm home in Florida with my family um, because of Corona and um, just being around my, my father. Um, I've kind of had some tough things happen in my personal life and really struggling in different ways. And he's just kind of been there uh, for me, like and reflected our heavenly father's love to me so well. Um, and it honestly, is just like, sometimes when I think about it, I just get moved to tears at just how grateful I am to have him as an earthly father. Cause, um, yeah, so I don't know. That's like, <laughs> that's my grace, mm-hmm. but just very thankful for my dad. <laughs> yes. I love your daddy's the best. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> come visit after the virus <laughs> yes come down to florida i uh, love it i think for me um definitely just been a grace to have time to kind of slow down on the weekends and um just have time to nest and rest in preparing for baby <laughs> <laughs> so um this weekend just a special little grace i was like working on something on my computer and um I noticed Matt had been gone for a while, but he was being really quiet. And I was like, what is he doing? And then I like go find him and he's like in baby's room preparing stuff and like doing some detailed painting on like the, um, what's it called? Baseboards and things like that. And so I was like, it was, just, I don't know, such a gift. Cause I feel like he's just through acts of service in a beautiful way lately has just mm-hmm. been loving both baby and I, and like just doing things without being asked. Like I might mention it one time, like, Hey, I'd love to get this done before baby. And so I don't know, it's just been like really a cool little grace to like, just see the way that the Lord's provided, like yeah such a wonderful man um in my life and i'm just very blessed and thankful for that so that's definitely been my grace lately yeah (laughs) good husband yes (laughs) really is such a blessing yes Mm -hmm. well um 
Annie, as uh, we always like to close in a prayer and wanted to ask if you would like to yeah, lead us to, today, you. if you feel comfortable. <laughs> okay. Um, in the name yeah. of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, come Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, thank you so much for this time together. Um, thank you for all the ways you have shown us and will continue to show us your love and mercy. You are so good, Lord, and I pray especially um, that you encounter all victims of sexual assault um, in a specific way. Um, I pray that they may rest in your healing embrace and remember that you are the God of peace and the God of angel armies. Um, Help us to recognize our guardian angels in brand new ways as we continue to pursue your most sacred heart. Um, Mama Mary, wrap us in your mantle. Protect us from all the dangers around us. In God's name we pray. Amen. Name of the Father, Son. Amen. Amen. Oh, I just loved our conversation. So good. I even think that this again is just another um, another chapter of healing for me, and that's that's thanks to you guys. So praise God for your platform. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I mean, if anybody else out there has a story they want to share, that's how Annie and us met. So yes. send them our way. <laughs> uh, oh, so good. All right. Well, thanks, Annie, and um, we'll see here y'all next week. I I'll never know what to say. But... <laughs> Until next week, guys. <laughs> that's right. Bye. Thanks for listening to Beautiful Depths, the podcast. If you love what you hear, please leave us a review and a rating. Preferably a five star. (laughs) On iTunes or wherever you like to listen. Your reviews help more people hear about the podcast and come to discover the truth and joy of Christ, which is what we're all about. And also feel free to follow us on all social media at Beautiful Depths and subscribe at beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Until next week, stay holy, friend.